Yo, no, that thing is sick. It's still pretty crusty, but. When did you get that? Wednesday. You got a new tat Wednesday? Yeah. And it's a snake? It's a little snake, yeah. I love a snake. Oh, that's uh, the, sick. Did that hurt like who, shit? No, it wasn't any worse than my other ones. Really? Back but of the, the arm? The artist who did my little frog, um, mm-hmm. I found out, A, she lives two doors down the street from me. So we're love just, it. we're friends and neighbors now. Oh, that's sick. And also, she, yeah, she just had an opening uh, randomly on Wednesday. And that was a day that I had decided to take off work anyway as like a, a menti health day. Um, yeah. So I was like off and she had an opening and I was like, hell yeah, let's do this. That's beautiful. And it, it was just like uh, one of her flash pieces. Mm-hmm. I love yep. it. I but love I'm it. So excited because I'm getting to the point. So I want to finish out the rest of my sleeve with her. Mm-hmm. And we talked about like putting a little flower down the middle to kind of like tie in everything else. And then I want to <sighs> do something on the underside of my arm. But like I was thinking and I'm getting to the point where I'm not going to have any room on my arm anymore. Like my yeah. arm's almost done. And Isn't that's that really exciting. Yeah. Isn't that sick? Yeah. I'm kind of in the same way with, with my right arm. Like I got to choose a piece wisely because mm-hmm. I only have like two spots left. Yeah. And then yeah. little little bangers all around too. Yeah, I'm thinking that I want to go like book a couple hours with somebody and just do some filler like in the yeah. empty spots kind of around. But yep. yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do too. Hell yeah. We're so cool. Every time I get a new tattoo, I can like hear my inner child being like, dude, you're so cool. I completely agree. I'm the exact same way. Yep. And I got to say, I was in a wedding yesterday. And mm-hmm. one of the groomsmen I've known for many years, I met in my freshman year of high school, he just got his hand done and it looked, Ooh. it looked really sick. I, you know, hands and like things that are, are very, very visible and can't be covered up are so risky, but like mm-hmm. my, some of my favorite tattoos are like the way my little butterfly like peeks out onto my wrist and then like my finger tattoo. Like I just, it's so cool. It's the best. It's the best. Like you said, it's a little risky. He's like a traveling nurse, so I think he can he can get away with it for He's sure. Gloves, you know. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, and I don't know if I could, but man, it might be worth it. Yeah, it might be worth it. Also, I am extra gravelly today, yeah. voice wise, because I was screaming a lot yesterday. Uh, like good screaming or bad screaming? A good screaming, just like music playing. Sure. Yelling. Sure. You know. You know how it goes. Yeah, you kind of had a marathon of a of an end of the week. How was oh, it? A whole week. It was. Oh, yeah. You know, I'll, I'm going to play the intro music. Yeah, and, sure. Let's let's ease in. And then I'll know? get it. We'll get into it. Yeah, love that. Wait, hold on. Is this the right? I'm is this holding. the? So that's it, huh? Yep. Okay. That's it. <laughs> Your chips that's, are down, and you're throwing the towel. That's the button. I don't think so, because there's still one podcast out there that we can count on. Hey everyone. Hey folks. Hey everyone. What's up everyone? You're listening to My Ex and I with Natalie, Natalie and, Michael. and Michael. Two people who used to date but don't anymore. They talk about their lives, dating, relationships, and basically everything else. But they're not professionals. They're just making jokes. Don't take anything they say too seriously. It's My Ex and I podcast. Natalie can't stop talking and Michael can't stop bleeding. They're talking, talking exes, exes for the rest of you. Why would you start a podcast with your ex? Because loneliness is that hard. Hey, everybody. I'm Michael. And I'm Natalie. And my ex and I have a podcast together. And this is episode 90. You know, not a lot of things rhyme with 90. Nope. Uh, Heine. Nope. Not even uh, that. 
Blimey? Nope, that doesn't. Nope. That rhymes with Heine. It Slant rhymes, you know. But yeah, ninety. I'm a rapper by trade, so like I, sure. I yeah. operate a lot on slant rhymes, you know. OG Money Mike. OG Money Mike, Paper Bag Brigade. That was a rap crew I had in high school. I'm not joking. Uh, <laughs> and here we are. And here um, we are. Like you said, I had a week. You had a week. On Tuesday morning, I left for the airport at six in the morning. Mm-hmm. I flew to Houston, Texas. Boy, were your arms tired. Boy, were my arms tired. And boy, were, was my head hot because <laughs> it's very humid there. <laughs> and I don't like it. I don't recommend it. I don't recommend the weather in Houston, Texas. Mm-mm. No. And then I worked a convention. I don't recommend really Texas. No, me neither. Austin, I've heard is kind of cool, but I've never been. So I can't yeah. verify. Yeah. I worked an event Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And then Friday, I flew from Houston, Texas back to Detroit. I worked all day and then got on a plane at like 6.30 and got in at 10.30. And then I went home and laid my little head down. I slept for like three hours, woke up, and then drove to Columbus to do a wedding, to be a part of a wedding. Jeez. And boy, are my arms tired. Are your arms tired? Also, my bones. Yeah, and body and spirit, I assume. Yeah, good googly moogly. Uh, yeah. My, my knee, I can't believe I don't have an active bleed currently. I can't believe you're not a puddle on the floor. Yes, that too. How is that possible? Uh, but you know. Somebody's, you know, somebody's, when you see two sets of footprints on the sand, it's because you know he was there with you, you know? Yeah, that's not the, how that story Lord. goes, but I, I, <laughs> like I just the, thought the point is that you only see one set of footprints. Oh, because that was because he left. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he picked. He's carrying you. Oh, okay. They're his footprints. Sure. The implication though is I wouldn't be able. Like, we definitely don't have the same size foot. I could tell <laughs> if it's my foot or his foot. You don't you know think you I mean? have the same size foot as Jesus? Do you think as, Jesus? Bigger or littler than yours? I think Jesus had littler feet than I do. You think he had teeny tiny little feet? Jesus Christ of Nazareth? I think, I think so. That's cute. Well, I just think people were smaller. Yeah, yeah. I think Jesus was probably a short king. I think I'm, I'm saying like five, five. You think you could kick his ass? Yeah. <laughs> even, if, even if we were the same height, I think I could beat Jesus up. Cool. I think, yeah, yeah. How do you do the Lord's work? Um, yes, we're doing the Lord's work. And speaking of the Lord's work, I did a whole, I did a whole conference. It was very emotionally exhausting. Uh, mm-hmm. we, just, we, we talked a few times while I was there. I needed your support because I was feeling mm-hmm. sad because my knee was really hurting. Yeah. I liked that you, you, you just checked in. You sent me a little check-in text. Mm-hmm. Let me know how you were. I liked it. <laughs> Yeah, I needed because I I absolutely needed needed your support because the fucking the convention center was the size of the Taj Mahal. Sure. Assuming that the Taj Mahal is big, really I've never big. seen it in person, but I assume it's big. I think that's the whole thing about it is that it's big. That's yeah, that's right. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, and so after day one, I was like, oh, my knee is toast. I was doing all the factor factor constantly, just. Mm-hmm putting a needle in my veins, injecting that sweet, sweet medicine and trying to keep a knee bleed down. I successfully did. 
which I'm very happy with. But my knee is also just bone on bone, so it just hurt no matter what. Uh, but I did all my things, Natalie. I accomplished everything I needed to accomplish while I was there. I talked to people. I, I colored uh, hot air balloons with some children. That's it was great. great. It was great. It was wonderful. And then you uh, went to a wedding? And then I went to a fucking wedding. Man. It was the first wedding. I've never been a groomsman before. Yeah. How was that? You know, it was fun. I liked it. I liked That's it. Good. My friend, my friend Hayden got married. Very happy for him oh, yeah. and his, his now wife. Yeah. Um, however, two bridesmaids bailed. Oh. And weren't able to come. What the heck? I feel like you, like. You, you, you know, make that happen. You make that happen if you yeah. said that you were going to do that. I don't I know. I agree. I agree. Uh, and so what ended up happening was I walked down the aisle with my friend Brandon. Hell yeah. Instead of a bridesmaid, which was wonderful. Uh, you know, they allowed us to lock arms and, and walk down the aisle as if, as if one of us was actually a bridesmaid. Sure. And then after you do the wedding, you like those pairs enter the, mm -hmm, the reception. reception together. And so he and I worked out this, this move. We got announced by the DJ. We walked in. We did a series of twirls, like sure. dancing, dancing twirls, uh, which was wonderful. And everyone clapped. It was yeah. great. A, a man came up to me later and said that that was some of the sexiest dancing he had ever seen. I think that was hyperbolic. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's some truth to every hyperbolic statement, you know? Yeah. Well, that's art. Yes, exactly. It's sexy dancing, not necessarily the sexiest is what you were saying. Yeah, yeah. That make, yeah, that makes sense. Um, and so it was, it was a great experience. I did, however, while we were taking photos, step on one of the bridesmaid's dresses on accident. Oh, no. Nothing happened. Nothing sure. didn't, didn't tear or anything. Uh, she got very upset with me. Well, but the problem was... The problem was we, it was a photo where like we were walking towards the camera mm. uh, and I don't walk very well, right. especially not after the week I had. Sure. And so we were walking towards the camera and the photographer was like, but don't look at me. Don't look at the camera. Look to your left or right. And so I was looking Confusing. to my left, walking forward. And I, you know, I don't have that kind of, I don't have that kind of dexterity as right. someone who doesn't walk very well. And so I stepped on her dress, and boy, that's a faux pas. Well, uh, I, be nice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. You get it. Yeah. You it get wasn't it. A, it was an accident. Chomp it. It was an accident. Didn't mean to. Nothing happened. Don't worry what about happened? it. What happened? Chill out. Thankfully, my bridesmaid, Brandon, right. later spilled wine on someone's dress. So he, he did, it was worse. That was worse. Good. Good. Yeah. I hope it was her dress. It was not, unfortunately. Well. Unfortunately. <laughs> Don't be mean. Um, I saw yeah, it, Ryan uh, post something about Rocket League, so I assume you have that to talk about as well. Oh, did he? Yeah. Man. So, Natalie. <laughs> I just figured we'd get it out of the way. Let me take a sip of coffee. Oh, I'm also sipping coffee, iced coffee. Oh, what are you drinking? Just iced coffee? Yeah. We got any flavoring in there? Uh, I had a little bit of sweet cream coffee stuff left uh, mm. but it's old so it might make me sick later who's to say oh that's true yeah you gotta be careful with that i'm living la vida loca this is like vanilla espresso latte or something fun it's really good How uh so rocket league yeah 
Now, you and I think all of our listeners will recall that I will not. Ryan and I set a goal for ourselves this year to get to the champion rank in Rocket League. Okay. Uh, we achieved, Ryan achieved that goal. Uh, you know, we play together all the time, but we got placed differently. And so he hit champion before I did. Uh, and unfortunately, we weren't able to get me to champion because it was impossible. So then because we were playing together still, he would have had to get to like champ two before I could get to champ one, you know, mm -hmm. because he had to, he would have to win as well. Um, and that just was, it seemed to be impossible. And so while I was gone, Ryan intentionally lost some games. Oh. He like went in by himself, lost games and like deranked himself. So we would be even, which wow. was very sweet of him. That, we took him yeah. what a we had lost. So he had lost champion already, but he like, he really took it on the chin and like he, he was ranked pretty lowly uh, by the time we started playing together. And the season ends in nine days. Okay. And Ryan uh, is starting a busy time of year next week. And so we were like, man, I don't know when we're going to, when we're going to make this happen. We got to get me to champion before the season ends. The ranks reset. Uh, and so he and I planned like all week while I was in Houston that we were going to play today, Sunday, and just play all day until we fucking got it. Mm -hmm. uh, and lo and behold, four hours later, just one short four hour session later, sure, uh, we both got to champion at the exact same time. And it's... It's a wonderful feeling. I didn't, th I didn't think it was going to happen for me, you know? Wow. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Yeah, true. Like well, in, this weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, Ryan, Ryan made it happen for me. And I'm, I'm very excited. I thank you, everyone. Thank you. I can hear people kind of cheering and talking to me from, the, from their cars or their lawnmowers from, or wherever they're in sitting. In the future, yeah. In the future, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I, I, appreciate, I appreciate that because it is deserved. Mm -hmm. uh, and we fought hard. We fought hard, Natalie. Boy, That's howdy, awesome. did we. That's really cool. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. that was, it was a big goal of mine to do that, and, and I did it. That's, yeah, it's great, man. <laughs> <laughs> I am happy for you. Thank you so much. Thank, and thank you for bringing it up, because that, yeah, that really yeah. shows. Sometimes I think to myself, like, maybe I'll quit talking about Rocket League, because Natalie doesn't seem interested. But then... Sometimes you bring it up you and it's like, oh my God, no, she is interested. She does want to hear about my Rocket League adventures. I just figured it was already in your notes app, so I <laughs> might as well just, might as well just get it over with. <laughs> it was in my notes app, certainly. Yeah. Certainly. I did have to talk about it. Yeah. Um, I well, as I, as I said to you, I didn't, we're recording a little earlier than we usually do, which I am, I like because I feel a little bit more high energy. I feel like the last couple have been kind of sleepy, which is certainly yeah. a vibe, but this is a sure. different vibe. Um, but it means that I didn't really do anything to prep for this here. Yeah, cast. that's all right. But I just wanted to tell you about, um, so I love a video essay, you know? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I love it. Just love them. I'll just, like, you want to spend two hours t telling me about the history of Carmen Sandiego? Like, mm -hmm. I absolutely am going to listen to that while Beautiful. I do other things and look at my phone. Yep. Um, and yesterday, I started this two-part video essay documentary situation about, it's, okay, 
it's this girl. She's really cool. Um, her name is Raven Simone. And at one oh. point, yeah, at one point <laughs> she was like in an interview and the guy was like, are you named after the girl from the Cosby show? And she was like, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, so but, you're not talking about Raven Simone. No, I'm not talking about celebrity. Raven Simone. I'm talking about okay. another YouTuber um, named Raven. And sure. she... She does this series um, of essays slash documentaries called Tales of the Lost, where I don't know what her like life is. I assume she's maybe like in school or like where she I don't know where she has the time to do all this. But it's yeah, great. good question. I always wonder that with video essayists. Yeah, like I'm, I'm happy for them, though, because it's cool. So yeah, she God does this series called Tales of the Lost where she finds these media properties that have kind of a cult following because of the like mystery surrounding them. And she oh. like does investigations and like unearths things about them that have like never been like seen publicly before. Sick. And I just, I love that we're at this place in culture where it's like, we have the internet, all the information's there. If you want to like latch on to a weird pop culture mystery and like track it down you can do that it's just a matter of somebody doing that that is beautiful she in tales of the lost she has done things like there was this mean girls themed nintendo ds game that like got completely developed but was never got a retail release and so she like hunted it down and eventually found it after like six months yo uh it's really cool and then the so the the essays that i'm watching right now i got through the first one and then there's a second one that i'm like halfway done with and so i'm really excited to see how it wraps up but she is doing this investigation into there was like an american version of sailor moon that oh like so sailor moon came out in the 90s the anime and it was like released in north america but it was given like really terrible time slots and like there was like backlash to it because it's like pretty gay and yeah. so it got canceled in america twice and oh. when during like the cancellation periods there were a number of studios that were like okay we have this audience the original property is is getting canceled because of censorship or whatever yeah. How, what do we make to appeal to this audience though and so there were like a number of projects based on Sailor Moon that North American studios were working on but none of them ever got off the ground really and the, the most like famous one um was a project that like now the internet refers to as Saban Moon because Saban is like the last name of an executive producer on the Power Rangers show who they thought was probably the executive producer for the Sailor Moon project. Nice. So there's all this mystery surrounding the Saban Moon project and like all of the like, you know, internet information people are like so into discussing it and there's it's on the forums, you know. And so she starts doing all this research and apparently there is, there's like a two minute music video that the only recording of it that exists is it had aired at like a convention in 94 and somebody took a video of that and then it got uploaded to the internet like years, years later. And allegedly, so there's that two minute music video and then there's also an allegedly a 17 minute pilot episode that nobody's ever seen. Damn. And so she starts this series and she's like, the goals here are to find that music video and to find that pilot episode. Hell yeah. Reach and out to Cinnabon. To who? 
the lady, the producer. Yeah, yeah. She, What's her name? So it's not it Cinnabon. Was, it was Saban. Saban. And it was a it was a man. That was a it's last a, name. Oh, I, man, um, that was a swing and a miss there, huh? That's all right. But she did reach. That's what she did. Is she just reached out to a bunch of random people, and it was so cool because she's like she's like Googling people's like resumes and like scrolling all the way back down to the nineties when they would have been at this like very specific studio. And she finds this like woman who was an intern and like the sailor moon project was like her first thing. And I just can't imagine being at like near the end of my career and having somebody reach out and be like, Hey, can you talk about this thing that you worked on 20 years ago that nobody like that never even got, played like wasn't even a thing that's so sick and so she talks to all these people she eventually finds a woman who will talk to her it it was the woman who was this intern gives her a bunch of information but just random information that you wouldn't think would be helpful but you see it like spark something in her brain and then she goes another avenue and eventually she gets an interview with like uh the like director of live action and and another director because the concept for this Sailor Moon show was that it was live action until they did the transformation scene and then all of the action was animation. I like that like a lot. Power Rangers kind of. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Yeah, and it's just very cool and it's just very interesting that she is interviewing all of these randos who probably never thought anybody would care about this. Um and then apparently she finds out that this like 17 minute episode is like on a tape in a storage locker in the Philippines, but then it what? like might've gotten sold. Oh my uh, God. And she's like chasing it all around. And then eventually she like goes to the like library of Congress and finds it. And Yo. yeah. And then like she airs it at the, at the last half of the second. So, and I haven't seen it yet. I just like found out that she got it. And so I'm so excited to go watch the rest of it. That is sick. Yeah. And it's just like, wow, I never thought I needed to know this. And you know, the, the, that is some inspired work itself. Like they're a little self aggrandizing. Like, I don't think this needed to take like four hours Mm -hmm. for you to like tell me that you found this, but also it just made me care about it so much. Sure. Yeah. And I'm just like, every time she hits a dead end, I'm like, oh, come on, Raven, keep going. It's great. That is so sick. Just also, what what a cool, like, anthropological pop culture, like, yeah, thing. And, like, of something so unobvious. Like, I, we've talked a lot about our, our exhaustion with the true crime, um, space and, you know, entertainment. And, like, it's just beautiful. Those people are always mining like very obscure murders or kidnappings or whatever to try to find these little stories that they can expand into a four hour long series or whatever. Yeah. And it's just, it's so fun to see someone find something like that. And that's the thing that they pour out all their energy into and treat with like um, a reverence and like an excitement that, that makes you excited about it. You know, I fucking, yeah. I love that shit. And there, she, there were, there was a moment where she's getting correspondence from like other pop culture investigators who are like, "Thank you for all the great work you're putting into the Saban Moon mystery." Like it's like the Saban Moon mystery. For some people, you know that like this is their white whale, and like yeah, it's it, I don't know, oh. it's just really really fun. I love that. I love that shit. Oh, that's great. Yeah. 
that I almost started doing video essays during the pandemic about Nintendo 64 games. I might have even talked about this on this podcast. Maybe. But I was going to do a show called History Lore Nintendo 64, where oh, I talked fun. about like my favorite, my favorite Nintendo 64 games and what made them so special. Well, nobody take that name because it's not too late. Yeah. Yeah. No one take it. No one take that idea. Your boy, your boy is going to do it someday, I'm sure. Trademarked. Yeah, that's trademarked. I got it copywritten. Yep. Uh, dude, damn. I love that. I love that. Speaking of interviewing people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and people going on shows that uh, it's weird that they care about it, you know, later in their careers. Mm-hmm. Someone's coming on our show. Uh, yeah, we've, we, yeah. <laughs> I, nailed, I nailed down a date. I've been emailing back and forth with Pete Holmes, which is a weird thing to say. Yep. But while I was in Houston and my knee was hurting and I was feeling weird about my body and, and the fact that it was difficult to work my job sometimes, I, was, I, got, I got a text from Natalie. And she mm-hmm. has an idea for this, this show and when it should happen. And I hadn't messaged him back yet. And so I emailed Pete. He responded very quickly. We had a little discussion. And I was like sitting out front of this hotel, emailing back and forth with Pete Holmes. And I was like, man, life is weird, huh? Life, life is, is weird. Life can be really cool sometimes. And we nailed down a date. Uh, we're very excited to do it. I'm a huge fan, so I know I'm going to be able to come with the questions. But audience, we did want to use this as an opportunity. Did you ever think you could tell us to ask Pete Holmes something? I'm sure not, <laughs> but you do have that opportunity now. So please, if you have any any questions for the great Pete Holmes or his lovely wife, Valerie, hit, hit your boys up. I have decided, though, they do have to be nice questions because what we're not yes. going to do is we're not going to get him on this show and be like, all right, tell us like the messiest comedian drama you've ever heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah. much as I would love to, yes. I feel like that would be um, kind of breaking the trust that we've I agree. We want to have a fun. We want to have a fun time. We want to have a, a good hearted time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, no John Mulaney questions. Yeah, I mean? exactly. Like, let's, I let's... know we're all dying to ask. Listen, yes, listen, of course. I'm at the front of the line. But if I can restrain and they're good myself, friends. I think we all can. Yeah, yes, exactly. If we can do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. So send us send us your fun cues. Yeah, we'll send us any cues you might have. We'll put a we'll put something on the Instagram story as we get closer to the mm, date. Yeah, and and you know I I do want to say that like we're obviously super excited for this, but again it's something that's so ridiculous that if something happens and like he ends up canceling and then we yeah. can't nail another date down and it doesn't happen, that's fine. It's we're fine. fine. We're fine. We're, we're very excited and we do hope it happens. But like you know, things happen. Things happen. Listen, he's in show business, baby. He's a busy guy. He has Judd Apatow's phone number in his phone. You know, right? So Conan you know. O'Brien's number in his phone. He's got he's got a lot of things to do. So uh, if, if it doesn't work out with the likes of us, that's all right. That's all right. We do understand. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, but it's going to, and it's going to be exciting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I cannot wait. Yeah, I cannot wait, man. What a time it's going to be. I'm nervous, but like, you know, the only people that we've ever had on the show before are our friends. So I mm-hmm. think we go into it with that same headspace. It's like, oh, I am for friends. sure. Yep, I am for sure. I already have a great intro for him that I know he's going to love. There you go. Uh, I have a silly question to ask up top to break the ice a little bit. I think I think it's going to be fun. I love that. I love yeah. that. Yeah, I'm ready. We're, yeah, 
I've I've wanted to ask him questions for uh, twelve years. So yeah, I I don't really think that I'll have to do much heavy lifting, really, because I no. feel like it's it's going to be less an episode of our podcast and more just a recording of Michael talking to someone he's always wanted to talk to. That is true. Kind yeah. of. Listen, I've fanned girls <laughs> before. Yeah. I have. I'm a I'm a prof- I'm a skateboarding fan. Mm-hmm. I have met some of the best professional skateboarders in the world. And again, by emailing someone randomly and hoping for the best, became friends became friends with my favorite pro skateboarder at the time. That's amazing. And I met him and it was wonderful. Uh, And I certainly was nervous and fangirled during that. However, Pete Holmes is a a new level of that. And so that will be that will be something. You know, I feel like maybe you could channel that like shooting your shot energy to like women. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Wow. Michael, I, think, I actually have never thought about that, but that's true. If you could get Pete Holmes on your podcast, you could get a girlfriend. I could probably get a date. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how in the last year has it been easier for me to get the star of an <laughs> HBO show on my podcast with very few listeners than it is to ask a woman out on a date? <laughs> That's a valid that's a valid point. That's what I want to investigate with you here today. We should ask Pete about it. Yeah. Pete, what's going on? What's what that? happened? You know. Help me. Mm. <laughs> no, hey, help no, both of us. We're both Help struggling. both of us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we we're probably going to end up asking them for dating advice, which is wonderful. Oh, absolutely. I I mean, I'm sure and um I, I, I want to confer with you because I'm sure you can give me some of the history, but would mm-hmm. love to know. Um, actually, there is one pointed question that I wanted to ask them about that, that I won't really? spoil now. Okay. I'll just okay. tell you about it later. But yeah, I, I I'm sure it. you can give me background information on like how they met, you know, like what yeah. they've shared publicly about their relationship so far. So oh, yeah. Can go in primed. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'll tell you what I want to ask them. And they have a new year. baby. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have a new That's baby. So sweet, they're a whole ass. They're whole ass parents, and they're coming. They're whole on our ass podcast? parents, bro. That's yep. bananas. That's bananas. Yeah, the first parents on the podcast. I didn't think first about that. First parents on the pod. Yeah, but that's Busy. true. That's true. Man, I love it. Busy shit. We're also we really are getting two great guests in one. Obviously, his wife Valerie is not from the entertainment space. But she has been very much involved with his podcast over the years, and they now do a weekly episode together. And she is also fucking brilliant and hilarious. And so that is also a huge get for sure. Yeah. Like the fact yeah. that she's coming on too is is so cool. Hell yeah. I'm so excited, excited to have them both. I'm excited to have girl time. Love yeah, you're going to have girl time. Dude, she's the perfect woman for girl time. A hundred percent. Can't wait. Also, Pete is great for girl time as well. Yeah, I feel like he oh, and I. Girl time is for everyone. Right, he and I <laughs> give off this similar vibe of like you know we we can hang at girl time for sure, and probably would prefer that to boy time. Love that, love yeah. that. <laughs> um, the only thing, the only other thing that I had to maybe even chit chat with you a little bit about today is I've been doing a lot of work recently on you know taming the wild horse that is my brain sure sure um i i i think i was like telling you probably for like the last two-ish weeks that i was like in a really bad place mental health wise and it wasn't yeah it wasn't for any particular reason 
I mean, dating is always contributing to that because sure. it's generally an unfortunate situation. Just this last week, I had somebody who like set a date with me and I was like so excited and I was like thinking about it all day. And then I like checked in a couple hours beforehand and they were like, oh, I forgot. I forgot. And I was just yeah. like, yeah. I've already spent so much more mental energy on this than you have and we haven't even met. So yeah. That was exhausting. Yeah. But so I think that was contributing, but also just like. Uh, I'm always trying to to wrangle my ADHD, and I've talked about that on the podcast a little bit. Yeah, and I've talked about my like skepticism with it even being a clinical diagnosis. I think it's sure. just what they have to tell the insurance companies. But uh, I I've developed a new little system, and I kind of just wanted to tell you about my oh, system. dude, I would love it. Yeah. Um. Well, so first of all. Long-time listeners will know I live and die by my crazy errands thinking putty, and I got myself yes. a new tin. Hell yeah, so, dog. you know, it's always a great time when we bust Shout out, out a new tin of putty. Shout a out. sponsor. Listen, <laughs> I would love a crazy errands sponsorship. Let me tell you what. Let's reach out to him. I, Aaron. Aaron, <laughs> cra- Mr. Mr. Crazy. You want to know a decision that wouldn't be crazy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing crazy is the discount you're about to get when you use code my ex and I. <laughs> At crazy Aaron, Aaron's put, putty emporium. <laughs> well, so what's great about the current putty that I have is that a lot of them are clear and glittery. And this one's like, I don't know if you can see, it's very matte. So it's very satisfying in its own yes. way. Yes. See, that's yeah. what I picture when I picture putty is that right there. Right, right. Like the yeah. silly putty of yore, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, it, you know, it's an evolution. But anyway, so I busted out a new tin of crazy Aaron's. And then I've also now have, um, trying a new method where I have a dish of starbursts on my desk and every time I do something at work I get a starburst get a little treat I and love I'm that I'm just gonna train myself that when we do an hour of work we get a treat I love that yep like you're um, a puppy like I'm a puppy I'm basically <laughs> treating myself like a dog hey um that's all right because okay well so I you know again ADHD is very dubious in terms of like what the science actually is but a lot of people think yeah. that it is um a miss misfiring or a, a an issue with the creation of dopamine oh it interesting takes, okay it takes significantly more dopamine to motivate me than anything else that's like, interesting than, yeah. a, than and than a normal bear right and like no, like normal dopamine doesn't really like I don't know. The the satisfaction of a job well done is just, just not enough dopamine for me mm-hmm. to feel motivated to do something. And I wish that yeah. that wasn't true. I wish I had more intrinsic motivation, but I just don't. So I, I have you. to make it a little a little starburst. Yeah. Um, yeah. A little treat. And and then another thing that I've done to hack my brain's reward system is so I have this big poster board. Yep. And I have five habits that I would like to do more consistently because okay. I, I also struggle with consistency. I don't know if that's just a me thing or if it is an ADHD thing, but I think for some reason, I think that like doing the same things every day is going to make me like boring and unhappy. Yes, and I'm like very that. afraid of that. But also it's like, okay, no, like having breakfast and like doing, having a morning routine does not make you a boring person. It just like yeah. makes you function. Yes. Um, so I need to do that better. So I have like Doing a morning routine, getting 30 minutes of exercise, writing for 30 minutes, reading for 30 minutes, and folding and putting away laundry. Those Amazing. are my five things. Those are great I have things. That, 
I have those written up on a poster board and I have a bunch of stickers. And every time I do one of those things, I get to put a sticker on the poster board. And what's fun about it is I'm not putting pressure on myself to do those things every day because yeah. that's just never going to work. Right. And I'm that's also, if I do that and I set that expectation and then I don't do it, I'm going to feel so guilty. Yes. So yes. I don't have to do those things every day. But when I get to 30 stickers, 60 stickers, and 90 stickers, I get a reward. I so love this. only thing that doesn't happen when I don't do something it's not. It doesn't mean I did a bad job. It doesn't mean I need to feel guilty. It doesn't mean I am lazy. It just means that I don't get a sticker. Yeah, and I yeah. Think I'm gonna start doing things because I want a sticker. And this just is that great. Little that little burst of dopamine of I get to put another sticker on the wall is really what's pushing me forward. I fucking love it, dude. I think yeah. that's fantastic. Yep. And I'm just trying to, cause you know, it, it, I think what puts me at a disadvantage with my inability to perform routines is that. Everything that I do, because it's not an ingrained habit, it takes so much mental energy. And I just yeah. want to get myself to a place where like, I can wake up and go through a morning routine and know exactly what I need to do to set myself up for success every day. And it isn't such a load. It yes, isn't it right. Like, I, I wake up every day and I'm just like, I don't know what to fucking do. Like, I yeah, just need yeah. to get some muscle memory happening so that. I can use my brain power for other things. I completely understand that. I very much relate to that too, by the way. And yeah. I love this methodology. Yep. I might start utilizing it myself. I did Hell the yeah. classic uh, whiteboard, make a list of to-dos, make easy things on there so you can start crossing them off and then feel motivated because you cross things off. Yep. Sorry, my cat was making a noise on the chair. Um <laughs> <laughs> but even that has kind of fallen short for me, you know, because it's not, I love the framing of the stickers for me. If I don't cross things off now, I failed. Now I'm disappointing myself. Now it's like, yep. Uh, okay. You fucked up. You need to just do look at those things. unchecked boxes and you're like, yes. fuck. Yes. And again, at the other end, the, the reward is only the job well done. It's not like. It's not a treat for myself. And I, I really like that framing. Yeah. And it, it, it really, I really am trying to take like the morality away from yes. low productivity Love because it. it's the sticker method. It's only additive. Nothing is ever subtracted. I don't get punished. I don't get stickers taken away. Love it. I'm not like leaving an open space if I don't do something in a day. It's only if I do it, I get rewarded. And if I don't, then I don't. Yeah. Oh. It's only positive reinforcement. This is great. Um, and I, another thing that I'm excited about is I'm planning pretty like not I'm planning pretty significant rewards for myself all along the way, but in a way that like instead of sometimes I'll be sad and I'll be like, what would make me happier? Maybe I should sh do shopping on the internet. Mm, yeah. And then I, you know, spend a little bit of money on myself, which is like a perfectly fine thing to do. Yeah. But I feel so guilty about it because I'm like, I didn't really need to. And there wasn't right. a specific reason. I just kind of needed the, the good feeling. I needed that dopamine. Yeah. Now, once I get to 30 stickers, my reward is like, I'm allowed to spend $200 at American Eagle or like yeah. something like that, you know? Hell and it's yeah. like, not only do I still get to do those like little dopamine burst activities, but they are for a reason now. Yes. And I think that that's going to kind of help me like control my spending and know like, okay, I'm up to 25 stickers, so I shouldn't buy this now. I should save it for my shopping spree when I get to my goal. You know? I All love this. 
I love this, Natalie. Is this now? Is this methodology a Natalie original, or did we hear? Did we read about it somewhere? It is a Natalie original. I have done a lot of research into productivity hacking and ADHD yeah. uh, and that kind of stuff. So it might be a product of like things that I've been swirling around in sure. my brain over the years. Yeah, yeah. But it was I. I'm doing this from scratch. I love because it. it because I needed it to work for me, you know, and like yes, right. I'm also do I'm also like trying to trick it a little bit because it's like I get a sticker for executing a morning routine, but really that is like a sub that's like a category with like 10 subtasks. And so right, it's like right. I'm tricking myself into doing a lot of things but rolling it up into one thing. Yes. This is so, oh, I love it. I love yeah. it. I'm proud of you. This is Thank cool. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm just I just want it to be a little less hard to just be alive. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If I Listen. can just like muscle memory my way through my day, I think I'm going to be ultimately happier. We should all be working towards that. That's yeah. this is fantastic. This yeah. is good. Um, so another thing that happened last night and over the last couple days is I, I've spoken with you about this. I also mentioned it very briefly on the podcast. I kind of had a falling out with an old friend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that lasted for a while. I think it was like the longest we hadn't spoken maybe since we were five years old. Mm -hmm. uh, he hit me up while I was in Houston and, and apologized. I was like very reserved about accepting the apology. I wanted to be very careful with, with things, uh, but ultimately did. And we saw each other at the wedding, had a, had a great talk, hugged it out, you know, um, spoke spoke very well of, of of each other and to each other and uh and then at the end of the evening I had driven to Columbus with my mother uh she wanted to leave a little early and I said you go ahead uh because this friend needed a ride back to Finley and I said I would drive their car and and we could ride back to Finley together an hour and a half drive mm -hmm. and so at the end of of the reception, uh, like, you know, 11 PM or whatever we were, we were done with the, with our celebrating, celebrating. Uh, <laughs> and, and so we, we had like a nice little short road trip together where we, we talked, like didn't turn on the radio, just, just talked it out the whole time. And it was like, it was very nice. It was very nice. I'm glad. <clears throat> I'm really glad. And if you're feeling good about it, that's all that matters. I would be remiss. If I didn't point out that, and like, it did not even take a day after this reconciliation for this friend to ask a favor of you. Mm. And oh, oh, you mean the the driving? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I and like. I don't know. I that do just understand. Makes me feel weird. I proposed it because uh, okay. he was gonna he was gonna get a hotel room there. Mm -hmm. Um, he had not yet, and I was just like, actually, dude, my mom kind of wants to leave. Maybe I can just drive your car. And I can tell her that she can leave now. I do appreciate that, though. And believe me, I am I am re-entering this friendship with a lot of, like, I'm paying attention. You know, yeah. I, I do. I am, like, understanding that uh, for some people this is very much uh, a cycle. And I do not want to be a victim of of that. And so I am I am doing it as, as cautiously and thoughtfully as, as I can, for sure. Right on. That's awesome. But I do appreciate that. Yeah. And so that, that was also that was also an interesting development. Hell yeah. Um, additionally, I, I saw a man officiate a wedding. Oh, right. And, and I was reminded, some research. man, in a couple of weeks, that's going to be your boy. 
Man, I'm actually really glad that you got to see somebody do it. I am too. I like, <laughs> you know, I've seen videos. I've seen movies. Adam Sandler mm-hmm. was in that movie. Sure. Um, He's probably been in a lot of weddings actually in movies now that I think about it. But there was one specifically that was mostly about weddings. Though. Where he was singing. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Um, but as I was standing up there in the hot, hot sun, cause it was outside. Why? Yeah. Yep. Um, sweat, sweat, so much sweat, dude. So much sweat. Uh, and this guy started talking. I was like, damn, I'm happy. I'm seeing this. This mm-hmm. is, I, uh, again, I understand the basic elements of what it takes to be, to officiate a wedding, but this is nice to see because right. there, there are different components. Yeah. Uh, he infused some religious aspects, which I will not be doing. Sure. Um, but it was just nice to like see the amount of time that you should be doing up there and like uh, when to interject with like personal stuff and go off script and when to go on script. It was like it was very nice. It was very nice. Good. And, Hell you know, yeah. this this is the first time someone I like has gotten married that I've seen. And so it, it was nice to like be paying attention, you know, and see see exactly what's going on there. Did it give you any more inspo? Like, do you know more about what you're going to do? I think so. I think so. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. What I'm, what I'm going to say for sure. Cause I also do have the cute component of I'm only officiating. I'm only able to officiate because I was ordained to marry these two people Yeah. like that. That's a great foundation to work with for that, that little speech there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it's going to be, it's going to be fun. If you want to make a joke, you can be like, I do have that ordainment though. So like anybody, anybody looking for somebody here's hit my website up. See, I love it. I love that. <laughs> uh, my cards are in the back. Uh, yeah. Feel free to take one as you leave. Really trying to get this off the ground. <laughs> so I'm trying to make this my new gig, guys. Yeah. yeah. Podcasting's not working out. Podcasting. You know, I'm a podcaster, wedding officiant. <laughs> uh, poet. Mm-hmm. That's your boy. Oh, uh, speaking, of, speaking of poets, I know a guy who self-identifies as a poet and he recently got married and it's a weird that's a weird situation i won't just talk about these people i know but (laughs) self-identifies as a poet is so funny that's so funny because rarely do people other people identify you as a poet yeah yeah it's really a self-made title you're telling other people by the way (laughs) i I write poetry yeah do you want to hear some (laughs) <laughs> oh that's so good that's so funny <laughs> yeah god people oh. getting married people getting married bro it's weird it's weird what it's are we doing weird. i'm just spending a lot of money at target and yeah you know, but only after you get stickers only after i get stickers though now targets you know it's gonna, I'm not oh gonna... no you're right yeah targets like there's grocery there are groceries there mm-hmm. yeah i i understand that <laughs> Oh man, what a time! What a time! Indeed. What a time to be alive. Also, it was the same venue that I'm going to be officiating in, and oh, so shit. it was like. So you were like getting acclimated. Yeah, yeah, it was sick. It's going to be like a very similar setup, although the wedding I'm officiating it's going to take place indoors because why outside? Why would you do it? It's too hot. Too hot. We're sweating. So sweating. So sweating. It was so hot. And you are a sweaty boy. I am such a sweaty boy. So. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if I told you this about my trip to Houston. The photographer? The photographer. You did, and I got mad. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she was like, hey, dude, what's with your hair and your face? And I was like, I'm so sorry. I, 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 I'm sweating. And she was like, do you? Do you always sweat like this? And I was like, Yeah. Yeah, I can't, I can't control. I don't know. I don't know what to do. And she she like tried to put makeup on me and she was like, Don't fucking don't go anywhere. Just stay. Just don't don't sweat again. And I was like, Oh, okay. And then I did an individual photo and then we were gonna do a group photo. And after my individual photo, she was like, All right, you stay here. But the group photo's in like three and a half hours. And I was like, I'm not gonna sit here for three and a half hours. There's no way I'm going to go out. In fact, I'm going to go outside and smoke a cigarette because I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. And so I, I did. Know. And I kind of messed my hair up again. But, you know, that's just what I look like. And it's so that's so mean. Yeah. Also, there are there are medical reasons a person like would excessively sweat. And so what if I had one of those? You know, yeah. that's just also- rude. Like, we're in Texas. It's mm-hmm. hot. Mm-hmm. Chill out. It's way too hot. It's way too hot. I don't... The theme and, of today's podcast is people being mean to you, and I am not pleased. I Yeah, that's true. And I'm glad you're not pleased, because fuck them. Fuck them. Uh, <laughs> does that lady have a photography business, and can I write a poor Google review? I think she does. However, she was like the makeup side of it. I'm not sure... There was a photographer and then a makeup artist, and I'm not sure if they're in business together. The photographer was kind of nice. The makeup person was not. And so it was like, I did kind of get mad at the photographer, though, because I said my knee hurt. uh, But then we were still, like, taking a bunch of extra photos, and I had to say, like, listen, if it's a bad photo, you can blame it on me. I know you're just trying to do a good job, but like I, I need to, I need to not be here anymore. So let's yeah. just let's uh, let's wrap, wrap her up, up, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so annoying. Oh yeah. Everybody, stop being mean to Michael. Stop being mean to me. I don't like it. Okay. I don't like it either. I'm a nice boy. Just you know. And I'm a be, huge bitch, and you're gonna nice. have to deal with me. <laughs> yeah, my podcast co-host is gonna yell at you. <laughs> Sick my so, ex-girlfriend on you. You better be careful. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sick my ex-girlfriend on you. <laughs> oh, man. Ugh. Dude, my neck's been popping. Is that good? No. Oh. It hurts. I it's did see popping. this TikTok, though, of uh, how to arrange pillows in your bed as you're just chilling in bed to, like, align your posture. Oh. So I've been doing that. Okay, dude, like, I should probably fuck with that. You do two. It's you're supposed to do two pillows mm. vertically, and then mm. you like lay on those vertical pillows so that like your neck isn't being pushed forward, and then you okay. do a pillow under your knees so that you're in like a lounge position, mm. and then you do I do like two little pillows on either side to like prop my arms up, and then I have my like book or my phone or my D or my switch in my nice. in my hands. Oh, that's sick. Okay. And I'm all aligned and, you know, I I'm love trying, it. To, trying to be more mindful of my posture because. My yeah, I have been too recently. Yeah. My body hurts everywhere. I love it. I, I really want to go get a massage, mm. um, which I have done before, but I've only ever done it at like a massage envy. Yeah. Which 
I'm, I, I know right now a 60-minute massage is going to cost me like $90. Yes. And then you got a tip. Then you got a tip. Now I'm in Chicago, and Chicago has a lot of like massage parlors that, to me, they seem on par with like going to a nail salon. Like you just kind of go, and then they uh-huh. do it, and then it's like it's like less expensive. Yeah. But they also that makes me nervous. Yes, I understand that. It's I a do very ca- that. like it's very casual. It's too casual for me to be naked. Too there. casual. Yeah. 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 You want you want so you want I, a different environment. I, I kind of want a little pomp and circumstance. Yes. For where I'm going to be naked in a room. I do. I I agree with that. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. <laughs> but oh, it's speaking of speaking of pillows, though. Uh, the photographer at this wedding was from my hometown. Okay. And uh, she misspoke when she was giving us directions. Someone just cracked a joke because we all knew her. We went to high school with her. Um, someone just cracked a joke about it and they they were like, oh, your accent's weird. And she was like, no, I'm from where you guys are from. How do you say, do you say pillow or pillow? And I was mm-hmm. like, my girl. She mm-hmm. also says pillow. Okay. And then, I don't know if I've ever heard you say this word, but the or if we discussed this, but the Crayola product, the oh my waxy. God. Michael, <laughs> when we were in our first D and D campaign together, what was my character's name? Our first D and D. Oh, that's wait, wait, wait. Was it that we, word? We, yeah. It was that word, and you say it the normal you, way. Crayon. Crayon. <laughs> crayon no my bard's name was crayon and we did a we, there, for several months you heard me say that word on a weekly basis michael yeah but you know that was a, that was a weird campaign you know what i mean it was fun it was fun wait 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 the, no, la- the first our one second, page the first one page our second campaign yeah not our first ever one that was weird. oh your name was crayon mm-hmm. i probably didn't remember because that's not how i say that word so i probably didn't register no. Register with me that that word was being said. You say you say it as if it is the like cranberry. Cranberry. Yeah. <laughs> which is wrong because that's already a syllable. It is wrong for objectively. Uh and as is as is Pello, I understand that, but uh I one one of my friends that was there also said cran and I was like, "Oh shit, thank God. Someone I, I felt less crazy. I felt more seen because someone else was saying that word wrong. I feel like more than any other state in the country, Ohio's accents are just all over the place. You've got you've got Cleveland where they do those fucking weird vowels. Yep, yep. You've got – I feel like you in some rural places you get like southern influence. Southern for sure, for where, sure. Where every E it, – but it's like it's a very specific – it's southern influence, but we are more northern of a state, so it's yeah. like it, it's gotten weird. Yep. Whenever sure. I whenever I think about like that specific accent, I always think about how like e's turn into eyes. Uh huh. Yep. Like if, yep. If, yep. And if anybody from my hometown was going to ask you for a pen, they'd be asking you for a pin. You a know. Pin. Yeah. 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 yeah yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's yeah. I think we have to have the most regional accents per. Yeah. Square mile, or, or I, I caught, I caught the ball. Caught, I caught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so weird. <sighs> so fucking weird. Um, man, we've already, we're already at fifty-five minutes. Yeah, we're 
really trucking through this. Uh, the time my really friend, flies. My friend Shannon told me that our episodes are too long. Is that true? Yeah. Because I get it's too they're too short sometimes. Really? From people, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I think she you know. was just saying that because it's like it's always a little longer than her commute, and so she like never <laughs> listens to the last fifteen minutes or whatever, which is fine. I do, yeah, I do understand that. Um, well, since we're approaching an hour, yeah, I did want to tell you about my flight home from Houston. Yeah. Now my knee was hurting, and sure. navigating an airport is never fun. No. Uh, and as I was approaching the airport in my taxi, I looked, I got a text from United airlines that said, Hey, just so you know, uh, the Houston airport is under construction right now. You're flying out of terminal a, but we're going to need you to enter in terminal B. And I said, that sounds far and unfortunate. And that was, that was the case. Oh, I had to go no. through security. I had to take the, thankfully there was like a little train to take you or tram, whatever you would say. Choo-choo. Um, choo-choo. There was a choo-choo to take you. Uh, and so that made it a little bit better, but it was still a very far walk. So Michael's hurting. Mm-hmm. We get, we get to the, we get to the gate. We get, I get on the plane. It's very late at night. I woke up, you know, like 14 hours before the flight even took off. And I was like, God damn, this is going to be, this is brutal. I can't sleep on a plane. Uh, I actually, have vowed to myself to never buy another fucking window seat because I uh, have to scrunch mm-hmm. my shoulders because I got these big, broad shoulders. I'm huge. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so it like it eventually hurts my shoulder when I'm like doing this because so the person can have the armrest. Um, so I get on the flight and I'm very tired. I can't wait to be home. And the flight attendant says, your flight's going to be a little over two hours today. And I was like, Oh man, I thought I thought it was three hours, but maybe I'm just thinking like time change or something. I don't know. That's great. Yeah. Two hours, bitching. And so two hours goes by, and I look at my phone, and I'm like, Oh, I don't think we're close to Detroit <laughs> right yeah. now. Yeah. We haven't begun our initial descent, which I know takes like thirty, you know, twenty thirty minutes from that announcement, and he hasn't said anything. Damn it! Yeah. Uh, I think she misspoke and she duped me. And so the last hour was brutal because i uh, thought it was almost mentally, over you know what i mean you were so ready and I, I had that thought and i thought well shit i'm gonna fucking have to strap in here and this is gonna be a brutal hour and on cue an old man behind me pooped his pants <gasps> oh <laughs> yeah he pooped, he, he pooped in his seat okay i have a lot of questions just about i want to know was he embarrassed? I want to know how he handled it. I want to know what the follow-up was. Um, I want to know the reactions of everyone around. Yes. I will give you all these things. The flight is dark. Sure. Like It's a yeah, nighttime. So it's we, a nighttime flight. Some people the, have their little lights on and some yes, people don't. Yes. Uh, most people did not. So it was dark. It was, it was an interesting vibe. Um, now, I saw him get on the plane. Mm-hmm. And you said, that man doesn't look incontinent. <laughs> I said, "Listen, I know incontinence, and that man, <laughs> that guy, he's, he's continent." Um, <laughs> and so, I was at the back of the plane. I was the second to last row, mm-hmm. and he was he was behind me. So he was the very last row. The bathroom is right behind, right me. there. So so close, so close, bro. But I saw him get on the plane, and he was old as shit. And mm-hmm. he, 
maybe maybe not crazy old, but certainly the years have worn him down. Yeah. Very frail. And like when he got in the, he had to like fall into the seat, you know, he couldn't bend down and sit in the seat. Uh, so I, I, you know, I did, I did feel bad about that. I assumed, I assume that he, he assumed I can make it before I have to use the bathroom because I can't get up and use the bathroom in an airplane. And and he was told two hours. So, you know, and he was told two hours, dude. Yeah. That's probably what made him poop. He probably thought I'm almost there. I'm going to be able to poop soon in a regular bathroom. And then, and then he looked at his phone and he was like, oh my God, we haven't even begun our initial descent yet. And then he pooped. Mm-hmm. Um, out of shock. Out of shock, out of pure shock. He announced it to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? He said, <laughs> <laughs> his wife was near him, but across the aisle, right? Okay. Was there another person next to him? Yes. That was not his wife? That was not his wife. It was a complete stranger. Okay. That's interesting that they did that. Yes. Yes. They were both they were both the aisle seat across okay. from each other. He said, I need to go to the bathroom. She said, right now. And then he said, I pooped. <laughs> <laughs> now his wife, also old, sure. but certainly in a better physical state. However, she was five foot nothing. Sure. And could, there's she, there's nothing she can do. Okay. Right. So now an old man's pooped his pants and we don't know, like something needs to be done, certainly, Mm -hmm. Um, because it stinks. It stinks. So it stinks. Uh, He didn't have to tell us that he pooped. Right. Go ahead. Well, it's, you know, it's (laughs) nice to confirm that it is, it is what it is, you know? That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're right. If I had smelled that and he didn't say I pooped, I would be I'm like, the concerned. plane is on fire. I don't know what <laughs> yeah. that means. Yeah. Um, so his wife stands up and she says, um, <laughs> let's, let's start making some steps here. Sure. Let's, you know, let's make a plan. Yeah. She looked at the flight attendant and said he pooped and the flight <laughs> attendant was like, I, I don't know. I'm not, you know, this has never happened before. Um, and some, some dude stood up who, who heard it. Uh, this man looked like Hulk Hogan. If Hulk Hogan didn't do steroids and just really took care of himself. He was bald mm-hmm. with long white hair. Uh, clearly in his like, I'm going to put him at his late fifties, early sixties, but it. yoked. Fucking Great. huge and wearing a cutoff t-shirt and a De- Detroit Lions uh, hat. Perfect. And he goes, I'll pick you up. <laughs> and the old man was like, are you sure? And he was like, yeah. And so he walked over and he just, he picked this old man up just like out of his seat. And he said, do you need help in the bathroom? And the old man said, no, I pooped in my diaper. And he was like, okay, all right, Wait. well, I'm glad. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm glad we took care like this. He did, the old man prepped and he was like, Steps listen, were taken. I think I can make it. But if they say we have another hour when I think it's only two hours, I need to have some backup ready. Yeah. Yeah. And so this, this, this buff man took him into the bathroom, sat there and waited and, uh, everything was fine. And the smell did go away. I'm not really sure. Shout out to whatever brand of diaper it was because mm-hmm. it really, it really did its job. Um, so he puts the old man back down 
we land soon after it took it took a while mm-hmm. uh we 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 land the buff guy gets up and he's like do you need help like living what? the rest of your life i feel <laughs> like you need help getting off this plane at the very least and the old man was like yes i do the stewardess uh the flight attendant was like actually i've arranged i called the airport, the airport. or whatever yeah and they're they're gonna bring a guy so you can you can leave sir and he was like, all right, well, just, you know, let me know if you need anything. Shoot me a text. Shoot me a text. Yeah. You have my number. Um, <laughs> here's my cards. Uh, I do weddings and uh, podcasting. And so we, we start to get off the plane. Uh, and I, the old man is, is sitting there. He's not moving. And the buff guy gets off the plane. And the lady, the, the, uh, the flight attendant was like, all right, they're coming. They're coming to get you, Carl, or whatever his name was. Why are you still there during all of this? I I don't rush off the plane, and I was in the back, so it was like okay, you know, so there was a lot of time. Sense. Yeah, there was a lot of time. Um, and then I remembered there's a fella next to the old man who does not know him and would like to get off the plane because for you know for the evacuation people to come in, everyone has to get off, then they have to get on, and then the old yeah. guy can go. And this this poor dude sitting next to him is like. I I want to, I need to go home. Yeah. And the steward, the, the flight attendant was like, you, do you want to like hop over the seat in front of you? And so I, I turned around and I saw a man in his early forties hopping over between the overhead compartment and the seat and uh, like getting himself over and, and walking towards me. And that, that was my flight home. Wow. Yeah. That is a series of events. It really is. It really is. But now, you know what? It was kind of entertaining. Oh, sure. Yeah. Now, I am not old, right? Mm-hmm. However, I know a thing or two about shitting my pants. Sure. Don't we all? I have a, good, a, a butt disease. Mm-hmm. And sometimes things happen. Yeah, absolutely. I can't imagine... <laughs> And again, maybe this is just you get to a certain age, you know, you're wearing a diaper and you kind of just have to like, you know, leave your worries at the door. But I can't if I, if that's going to happen, I know it's going to happen for yes. a while. Yes. Yep. And the fact that the bathroom was right there yes. leads me to believe that this man sincerely did not care. So here's the thing. I'm inclined to agree with you because no effort was made before he pooped. No. You know what I mean? And it didn't seem like there, you know, from what you described, it didn't seem like he was stressed about it. I nope. would be, I would have been stressed. He did not seem stressed. It, the announcement was, I have pooped, not I need to poop. Oh no, I pooped. It was, yeah. hey, I'm already done going to the bathroom, but can you take me there so I can figure like, that out? Cle- yeah, figure this out. Uh, and so I, I do agree. I think, I do think he was at the, I don't give a shit point of his life, which is fair. That's fair. Um, and again, he, he bought the right diaper certainly, but, uh, it did, it did smell like poop in the back of the plane to be sure. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I will say, um, I had a lot of anxiety on my last flight. 
on this one, I actually it was the it was the most turbulent flight I've ever taken, and I really appreciated it because it really breaks up the monotony of a long trip. You know what I mean? Sure. You're yeah. bumping around kind of like a little roller coaster, and it's like, ah, oh, this is fun. <laughs> Are we gonna live? You know? Ooh. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was so turbulent that the flight attendant came over and. Started doing deep breathing exercises with people, and I'm not joking. She was just like, "Everybody, it's cool. We're gonna make it. Through. You know, we're gonna get through this weather pretty soon. Everyone, just like, let's do some in and out, in and out." And I was like, "Oh boy." <laughs> yeah, it sounds so turbulent. You know, you could shit your pants about it. That's true. That's true. That's true. But on, uh, ironically, it was on. You know, it was on the smooth part of the ride. We were we were ready to descend, mm. and so was his. Bowels. Okay, yeah. everybody. Nice to <laughs> thank you for turning us. Out. I, we appreciate I don't it. know that I've ever like, I'm, and I'm not gonna fully tell this story <laughs> because I don't ever want to. But I just I shit my pants before a date one time. Oh really? In the car, pulled wow. over to a McDonald's, figured it out, and still went. That's incredible. <laughs> I love that. Listen, that's perseverance, braver than the troops. Yep. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. I put my pants in a mall. Yep. It's a good place. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. And a GameStop. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Playing a demo, trying to finish it. Hey. <laughs> How old are you? Too old to be doing that for sure. <laughs> I mean, like, too old to know that I was in trouble in refusing to do anything about it because I was playing Need for Speed. I think it was Need for Speed Underground 2. I don't remember what year that was, but I think I was like 14. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that'll yeah. happen. 14 or 15, yeah. yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> what are hey, you going to do? When was the last time you shit you your pooped pants? You pooped your pants. <laughs> Let us know. That's our fucking social media engagement. <laughs> hey, when was the last time you pooped your pants? And was it for a good reason? Hashtag shit myself. <laughs> My ex and I shit My ex myself. and I shit ourselves. <laughs> That's the episode title. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> no one's going to listen to this one. Oh, I would click on that so fast. Are you kidding me? I'd be like, wait, together? Same time? <laughs> Is it a bet? Is it a, what, what happened What here? happened? <laughs> How did it happen at once? We were on a plane. We were on a plane. And you know when you think it's going to be two hours and it's three? It's three? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Oh, oh man. All right. Well, I got to go clean myself up. So let's wrap it up. I got to go nap. Um, thank you to thank you. Uh, Randall and Ryan and Kevin Budnick and, you know, Me. Michael and yep. all of Pete. our animals and Paige and yeah Pete Holmes we're just gonna thank him every episode now for even knowing absolutely about us. yeah 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 uh, thanks for just like if you're listening to this because you listened to the Pete Holmes episode <laughs> now you're backtracking welcome welcome <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and thank you to uh you know just the the, the, the vibes thank you yeah. the vibe master of yep. our universe I don't believe in God I believe in a vibe master in a vibe master on, that's on right high. Yep. Um, so yeah, I think that's I think that's all. Um, so I think, unless you have anything else, I do not. Great. Well, I'm ready to say the thing. All that's left to say is, 
Good night. Good night, New York. We love you. Bye. My ex and I podcast. They're talking exes for the rest of us. I think Pete's going to do the good night, New York. That's going to be fun. You think? I think so. Well, we'll have to tell him, but it'll, it'll be a good time. We'll let him know. It'll be in the prep meeting.